All right, this is Coach Hatcher, Sports Inside and Out. Now it's a special edition of the Harlem Globetrotter Legends Update. And we're doing a celebratory today. Uh, thank you so much for voting Sports Inside and Out as the number one sports talk show for legends on radio and soon to be on Simacast. That's right, you'll be able to put faces with these great voices of the legends of sports. Voted the number one sports talk show for legends on radio, both here and around the world, broadcasting on SoundCloud. That's right, 20 more country, 20 plus countries around the world are tuning in to the great legends of sports on Sports Inside and Out, making it the number one sports talk show for legends on radio anywhere. That's right, and before we get started, Let's give a great shout-out to all of our military men and women around the world that's keeping us safe here in the U.S. of A. That's right, when we're asleep, they were awake, making sure our way of life here is safe, along with our allies. Hey, listen, an American Forces Network, thank you for letting us voice the legends of sports to all of our military personnel, our government agencies, facilities, and bases around the world, making sure that the voice of the legends of sports are reaching our armed forces. Hey, listen, and also, we got to give a shout-out to one of our our dear friends and one of our corporations that's been supporting the legends for a long time along with our affiliation with the National Basketball Retired Players Association is Seabreeze, the leader in transitional housing and health care for wounded warriors, veterans and more is Clarence Baker, a legend in his own right, dear friend and supporter for us for a long time. We say Flash G is in the house. Also we got to give a great shout out to Nissan. Thank you so much. For particularly two premier Nissan dealerships on the mid on the Mid Atlantic area in Virginia, keeping us moving around in transportation for the great legends of sports. That's Nissan of Norfolk and Nissan of Chesapeake. Those two former athletes from the University of North Carolina Charlotte doing a great job in making sure not only that the Nissan dealership is one of the premier ones in the country, but are doing a great job in the public and in, in, in the in the public there in the Hampton Roads area. If you're ever in Virginia, or particularly in Hampton. Roads area, and you're looking for a car for your friend, your families, or yourself, you go down there and ask them, tell them the legend sent you, and those guys will give you a great price, whoever it is. Hey, let's go ahead and get started. Hey, listen, you know, when we talk about great personalities in New York, he was on the show not long ago, and uh, he was uh, discovered by one of our great friends, a dear friend of mine's, uh, with uh, Aretha Franklin's agent, uh, Ruth Bowen. And with Aretha, uh, Frankie Crockett discovered this guy, but he was a great basketball player, first of all. Out of Brooklyn, New York, Boys High, went on to have a great career at Syracuse, was drafted in the league by the Pistons, of course, had a leg injury, but got into music and became one of the greatest personalities, not only just in New York, but around the world, because his show, The Quiet Storm, went viral. Every city in America wanted to have a quiet storm. His smooth uh, delivery, you know, we, we had some joking some time ago with, 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 with uh, 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 Vaughn when he was on air with us, with, with, uh, with, with Bobby before, and we were talking about voices. He said, hey, you ain't got a bad voice yourself, coach. I said, Vaughn, listen, I ain't nowhere near you, man. But he had a personality personified, but he went home to be with the Lord. We lost another great legend and an icon in New York. Bobby, uh, let's talk about it, but we have one of his uh, former teammates and childhood friends and confidants. Sam's on the line. Hey, Bobby, take it away, because Wally and I want to hear this and tune in, too, is what Vaughn Hopper meant to the legends. 
Uh, Sam, uh, you know, let's start from the beginning. You and uh, Vaughn went to junior high schools and high schools and the college. Uh, everyone wants to know why you guys went to Boys High. Well, we went to Boys High because uh, we, uh, and, uh, you know, we went to Wadley Junior High School, and um, two of our his ed teachers were boys high graduates, so I, I was a year ahead of Vaughn. And um, a guy named Alan Hopewell, uh, and the guy and the other guy's name was Elmer Sepayden. Uh They uh, were very instrumental in making a, a, a positive impact on on our lives. When uh, they talked to Mickey Fisher, who, in my opinion, uh, the coach of Boys High at that time is is one of the three greatest coaches who ever lived. And uh, you could name the other two, and I won't argue. But uh, they called him up, and they said, uh, I got a kid that uh, I want you to look out for, and he was talking about me. And so Fisher uh, invited me uh, to come uh, to Madison Square Garden when Boys High played the championship game. So as a ninth grader, I sat on the bench in Madison Square Garden and watched the Hawk, uh, Wally, um, not Wally, but uh, Billy Burwell, Wally Jerry Hugh Evans, and Benny Beckton win the championship. And uh, so I was hooked. I was sold. And so um, my first year at the High, um, I played in the game between um, when the Hawks played against Roger Brown, and Roger Brown scored 39 on us. And so Vaughn was at that game also, you know, as as a uh, junior high schooler. And so, of course, when he saw that, uh, he uh, was excited about coming to boys high as well. So he came over to boys, and a, a key thing I want to share with you about uh, his coming then, um, it was the um, habit of Mickey Fisher that guys did not get to start at Boys High until they were seniors primarily. A few guys started as juniors. The Hawk was one of those who started as a junior. But Vaughn was the first guy at Boys High to start as a sophomore. So that gives you some uh, indication of the kind of talent that he was. Um, you know, uh, did you go to Leviticus? <laughs> Did I go to Leviticus? Yes, I meant, went to Leviticus a whole lot of times. And and in fact, um, I, I was uh, really uh, surprised when uh, Vaughn developed this interest in uh, radio. Uh, because I'll tell you a quick story. When, when uh, we were in college, um, and I graduate when I graduate. Uh, graduate well, actually, it was my senior year, I guess, from junior to senior year. Um, uh, I had uh, I had about 150 record albums, and I left them there in in this rooming house that we where we used to hang out, and I left them in Vaughn's charge. And at that time, he was thinking about being a singer, which was interesting. And But when I came back to school, uh, half my albums were gone, and uh, he told me that something happened to him. He didn't know what. And he developed, over that span of time, this great interest in music. 
And uh, then when uh, he uh, graduated from college, uh, he got involved with the guys from uh, Leviticus who started Leviticus, and they, you know, they started producing shows and whatnot. And then one day uh, he called me up and said, uh, "Look," he said, "Listen, man, I'm going to be uh, on the Frankie Crocker show, so listen in." Because what he told me was that uh, Frankie said to him one day. Uh, you've got this good voice, and you know, uh, with uh, you know, with the right uh, uh, action, you could probably be a radio personality. So Vaughn, of course, said to him, "Well, since that's the case, uh, why don't you give me a shot, and we'll see what happens." And so uh, Frankie had him on his show one day for about ten, fifteen minutes, and uh, as they say, uh, the rest was history. Well, how did he develop this coordination for? Dove. 
and uh, we we had such great times doing that, and, and th those those were really fun days. Well, Sam, we don't want to leave you out. Could you tell of some of the players that played with you on the Rucker team? I believe the team was the Sweet and Sour. <laughs> I, I, I know you were probably thinking about uh, the, the, the team that I played on that uh, Russell Cunningham coached. And, uh, you know, there were guys on that team, as I remember, like Gleepo. Uh, um, let's see. There a lot of those guys' names. Frankie Townsend. Yes, Frankie Townsend. Uh, was, of course, I played on the team with Ronnie Jackson and Shuggy. And, uh, I mean, oh, there were so many guys that, that uh, we, we played with. Okay, let's get to the point. Historically, you're the only player in the history of the Rucker Bowl League to substitute itself. <laughs> I, 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 I figured you would get to that. Yeah, man. Uh, that's what everybody remembers. But that's one of the things that everybody remembers me for. That and uh, Bill Bradley scoring 36 points on me in Madison Square Garden. So that's, that's what my legacy is all about. Vaughn, <laughs> uh, 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 he had a very rich mentoring of young people that he brought into the business in various areas. Could you tell us something about that? Well, you know, Vaughn was the kind of guy who was a real down-to-earth person who did not take himself too seriously. I mean, you know, we, we, we had a reputation for being wild guys. Yeah. And uh, thankfully, that's that we never got completely away from. And as a result of that, uh, he, always, he never lost sight of the importance of helping other people. And whenever he got an opportunity to help someone, uh, he never hesitated. I mean, I remember that, he, you know, he, he helped uh, promote and introduce people uh, like uh, Phyllis Hyman. Um, um, what's my man's name uh, the, who, who sings songs for my, fa song for my father? Um, uh, Horace Silver. Uh, no, not Horace Silver, but the one who said Luther, Luther Vandross. Uh, he, he, you know, he helped promote and and and, and introduce folks like that, and many groups that he helped uh, who who would not who could not get their songs played on the air. He he gave those people uh, a chance, despite the fact that what they their music may not have uh, coincided with the, with the prescribed playlist at the particular time. So he helped people who, I, and, and I want also, I want to share with folks that, that uh, if you are on Facebook, uh, you should go uh, uh, search for Lincoln Sessions. You know Lincoln Sessions, Bobby. Uh, Lincoln Sessions yeah. with this eloquent uh piece on how Vaughn, on Vaughn's influence on him and how Vaughn helped him. And that is typical of the kinds of things that uh, Vaughn did for a whole lot of people. Molly, what, what, what do you remember about Vaughn? <coughs> Molly? Yes, uh, Coach Sam, it's really a pleasure, pleasure to have you on, Sam. I know these legends, all these things that we're talking about, because the Brotherhood and Fraternity of Philadelphia, New York, carries way back when came up to New York and played against Connie and Roger Brown and Neil Johnson out of high school. He was the top players out of Philly against them. But I remember 
of Ron Harper. One of the record games, I think he injured himself. Yes. And uh, that, that's a memory that I'll never forget because, you know, when you talk about the Dr. James and other athletes that came out of New York and you hear so much about Vaughn Harper and then you see him injured, it was devastating to me to see a guy of his calendar to be injured at that time. And maybe you can give our listeners what happened after that injury because I'll never forget that as that Rucker against Charles Baker League. Could you give us a little background on that? Well, yes. As a matter of fact, I was not at that game, but that game was in uh, Madison Square Garden in the uh, little—I think they call it the little theater area. Yes, and yes. From what 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 I remember, uh, he uh, was on the layup line, I think, and he slipped. That's right. And uh, he uh, hurt his knee, and that yes. was just before he was uh, due to go to uh, the, the Detroit Pistons. Uh, for a tryout, because as you know, uh, Dave Bing was uh, our teammate up at Syracuse, and Dave yes. was at Detroit at that time, and, and uh, he uh, uh, was instrumental in his great performance. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a talented player, and someone, when you talk about music, we all tried to sing, and I'm sure we could memorize how a lot of ball players want to be entertainers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Sam, is such a pleasure. When you hear about legends, we're going to miss Vaughn, really, a, a wonderful yeah, personality, but a wonderful person. You said something that is very important to me because of the uh, personable attitude and the way he was so congenial when the ball players came up from New York and Philly. I've gained a quite a great respect for him because he had a chance to talk to some of you New York guys, and it's like brotherhood. And mm-hmm. we're going to miss him. We're going to miss him. Yeah, we're gonna miss him. <laughs> I'm on the. Last week, Vaughn uh, and I talked about the uh, Quiet Storm Greenport with Nancy Wilson. It's a project that we were working on. Uh, we talked about that, and then I talked about him keeping me in Roosevelt, Long Island, with Oscar Singh refereeing with me and Pablo. But what we always talked about was he interviewed Selma from Good Times on his show. And then... At the start of the show, he said, this is for all the brothers out there all over the nation. And he gave a long poem, and he said, tell me you look good. (laughs) I said, Vaughn, thank you for me. Thank you for me. <laughs> oh, gosh. He had great interviews on his shows also. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Oh, goodness. Yeah, he, he would definitely be remembered, Sam. And, you know, these are the type of things that our our, uh, our listeners, not just here but around the world, are definitely going to be bending into because when they start Googling the content of what, and the legends we type of bring, it's not just also uh, listeners, as you can see, as we always do. The legends, some some of the legends are known not just nationally, but they're more of a legend within their own fan constituency that goes far beyond the areas that they live. So it's almost like the each one teach one. You know, or you never, you know, Von Hopper said one thing <clears throat> to uh, our show, uh, Wally, if, if, if you and Bobby can remember, back in uh, the fall, you know, we were talking about my relationship with Ruth Bowen and, and Aretha Franklin along with Frankie Crockett, and we were talking about that. He said, you know what, Coach? You're never but one person away from knowing anybody in the country. 
one person away. Just one conversation away from knowing everybody you need to know in the country. And that was a very interesting piece, and I've heard that repeated now in the business as well. So his, uh, his, uh, his fasana for not just sports and basketball is unprecedented for the most populous and most entertainment capital city in the world, New York. You know, when you mention that name, it will always resonate both in the athletic world uh, and the entertainment world, and we're so happy to be able to have you as a personable uh, uh, part of Vaughn's life to be able to to have that expressed here Coach, on Sports Inside and Out. Yeah, Coach, you're right. Uh, Coach, you're definitely right about this. In closing, uh, Sam, this is very important to you. Could you tell us the last time you spoke to Vaughn and how important it was for you to be able to? Well, um, uh, the last time I spoke to Vaughn was uh, last uh, Thursday, and uh, my wife and I, uh, who uh, also went to school with us and who was uh, um, part of our uh, our unit up at Syracuse, and and but but Bobby, I, I want to tell you this first. Um, my wife and I um, uh, celebrated our 49th anniversary at the end of April. And uh, we, it was a precious time for us, and we celebrated by going to dinner with Vaughn. And uh, we usually, we spent the last two or three, I'm sorry, anniversaries uh, celebrating with Vaughn and his wife, but his wife couldn't go this time. And, and it, was, um, it was during a time when Vaughn was not, he was very weak, and he was not eating very much. But we went to dinner, and uh, he ate everything on the plate. Uh, he ate dessert, and uh, it was clear that it was a special moment for him because he was in our wedding also, uh, and it, it meant a lot to him. So it, it made us feel good to see how important it was to him. And so... In terms of the last time that I spoke to him, we came back from Cleveland last Tuesday, and we intended to go see him on Wednesday, but we couldn't, and we went to see him on Thursday, and uh, he had been heavily sedated and was not uh, very responsive, but when we walked in the room, he immediately uh, opened up his eyes, he smiled at us. Uh, he said a couple of funny things, he said a few things, and then he uh, went back, you know, kind of like went back to sleep. But the importance of that was that he, he knew that we were there, he was happy that we were there because we had not been in communication with each other for a couple of weeks while we were away. And uh, so that was an important uh, uh, time for him, and it was an important time for me. And uh, when I left, when we left, um, my wife said to me, she said, you know, Vaughn is not going to go back home anytime soon. And so, you know, we just, I just thought that this was another period uh, that he was, you know, he was dealing with and that he would get through it like he got through all of the others. And uh, so when they called me on Saturday to say that he was passed, and that he had passed, needless to say, uh, I was devastated and, uh, you know, had a hard time um, dealing with it even uh, through now. Yeah. But uh, the important thing is, uh, you know, that um, uh, we've had 
all uh, we've had more than 60 years of good times together uh being brothers uh you know with different mothers and um we have had shared uh so many uh vitally important uh experiences and uh, he is now uh you know in a better place and that he doesn't have to deal anymore with uh, the constant pain that he dealt with for the last year and a half or two and uh, so uh, i'm 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 happy for him uh even though uh he is not here to uh physically uh make me laugh anymore and to bring pleasure to uh, all of those people uh who whose lives he has touched but um He's in a better place, yeah. and uh, our lives have all been enriched uh, for his having passed. Surely they have. Yeah, excellent, excellent facility. You know, the quiet storm, that's right. It would always be associated with the man that originated it, the great personality, the great uh, legend himself of New York, Bon Harper. Sam, thanks a lot for joining us on this show and sharing us with, uh, with that legend, and of course, uh, he's never never far off our thoughts because he was such an impact. And he is going to always remain with us. All you have to do is remember the quiet storm. <laughs> God bless. All right, God bless. Thanks a lot, guys. And also, Wally and, and uh, Bobby, as always, we're so happy to bring these type of special Boy, antidotes to you. <laughs> okay. As always, when legends speak, people listen. Thank you everybody, so much. Everybody. All right. All right. God bless, guys. All right. Great show. Great show. Great show. Take care. All right. All right.